stuff. Oh yeah, welcome to episode number 79 of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to Karina Allen. She's got her own podcast called Books Between, and she's a teacher. She's a teacher who loves to read. She's a teacher who loves to read something called MG Lit. She's a teacher who loves to read something called MG Lit so much that she made a podcast about it. So maybe, just maybe, you'll listen to my talk with Karina and you'll be inspired to check out some new books. Also want to let you know that me and my pals, my buddies at Kids Listen are all coming together to put out episodes similarly themed around the idea of hitting the road. That's right, it's summer, it's road trip season, and we are going to bunch of podcasts for you to check out. There's a full list at the end of the show. It's a really exciting time to be a kids podcaster. Really, really cool. Check out kidslisten.org for more information or stay tuned to the end of the show. Of course, for anything and everything that you need to know about this particular podcast, Good Stuff Kids, go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Got a question? Got a comment? Want to send me a picture of some pizza? I love pizza. Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. And since this is a hitting the road episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, I have a couple things that I'm going to do to make that theme work. One, it's a new movie review segment with a brand new theme song. I took my three kids to see Cars 3. Did we like it? Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we liked it. We also talked to my nephew, Charlie, who saw Cars 3. It was his first movie in the theater, and he has some great things to say about the movie. In addition, I talked to some of my friends I asked them about games that they like to play in the car with their family when they're on road trips. I also asked them why they go on road trips with their family. It seems sort of crazy sometimes. Maybe I'm just projecting what I think my family would be like. But really, people love going on road trips with their families. My friend Diana said, Masochism? No. Seriously, because that's the way you get to see the forgotten places and hidden gems of the world. Also, there can be fun family culture that develops on the trip. It's different from day to day. Okay, I accept that. Friend Susan says, finding a surprise along the way. All right. My friend Ellie says, to get places that would be too expensive to fly to. So they rent a car and drive. They love listening to audiobooks together. They're actually on a road trip to Montana, and they're looking forward to listening to The Hobbit. Interesting. My buddy Neil, who every year, I think, takes road trips with his kids, says they're the best. They prioritize them. They love seeing the country and making memories together. School year is so busy. Our trips give us time to explore and laugh. And then there's Amy, who has a powerful girl army. Since it's the only time she has her teens trapped, and no matter how mad they are, they eventually start talking. The younger ones are so full of whys and hows and whats, and it's also great to see them helping each other in between fistfights. Well, that's intense. Leah says... It's because the places they want to go to, you can't really fly to. And I would really have missed sharing such cool stuff with kids like Yosemite and Lassen. And she also mentions, as did Diana, that it's a lot easier when the youngest kid hits kindergarten. Okay, so you got them in the car. You decided you're going to go on a road trip. Well, how are you going to entertain your kids while you're on the road? So I asked my Facebook crew, who's got amazing road trip games for kids? Tell me about them. I got like 36 comments, which is pretty good for a Facebook post. My friend Talia says, see how many different state license plates you can identify. 
Debbie says, the last few car rides, we streamed Golden State Warrior games on an iPad. Does that count? And my reply to that is, that absolutely counts. I mean, there was a lot of answers which were just simply iPad. But, you know, there's other things to do. Not that iPad's wrong. iPad time in the car is a, uh, a very nice thing when you need that break. Mary Beth said, get Mad Libs. They're great for teaching nouns, adjectives, verbs, and such. And I agree. That's how I learned all of that stuff. My friend John says, Benadryl coladas. I think that was a joke. I don't even, I don't, I don't think, I would not recommend that. But, you know, to each their own. My friend Rebecca, future guest of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, says, if you're driving through farmland, the cow game is great. I don't know what the cow game is. My friend Mark says, the alphabet game. You find a sign or a license plate or something with words on the outside of the vehicle. It has to start with that word, however. I guess that means like A, if you see an apple, or B, if you see a banana, C, if you see a cow, something like that. Joanna says, 20 questions has occupied our kids for surprisingly long periods, especially fun when you theme it, like Star Wars. And second, the Mad Libs suggestion. Even our three-year-old gets it enough to participate. Brian says, a lot of I spy. I try to drive at night when they sleep, though. Not the... Not the most terrible idea, driving while the kids are sleeping. Dave says, during road trips, we sometimes do the story poem song game. Each person in the car, rotating, gets to sing a song or tell a short story that we all end up participating in or making a poem. Lots and lots of great ideas. Thanks to everyone who contributed on that one. Now, let's get to our review of Cars 3 and my conversation with Karina Allen. Movie review. Movie review. Charlie, Charlie, what did you think of the school bus? Uh, I I thought it was a little silly and a little, and a little silly and a and a little and a little out of control. I agree with him. You agree with that? Yeah. Cool. Levi's here. He agrees. What did you think of Lightning McQueen covered in mud? Silly. Super silly. <laughs> that is really silly. Who is your favorite? Did you have a favorite character? Yeah. Who's your favorite? Storm. Storm? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, thanks for telling me. Do you, oh, do you think that other people should see Cars 3? Yeah. Yeah? What do you think? Yeah. Should they eat popcorn when they see it? Yeah, once I, when I, when I saw and I tried the treat that they had there, I, I did not like it at all. You did not like what at all? The, the treat drink. The treat drink? Yeah. Well, oh, well, okay. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like the treat drink, but you did like the popcorn? Yeah, I loved it. I, me and my dad ate all of it. You and your dad ate all of it? Yeah. You're big my... popcorn eaters, huh? Yeah. Cool. Well, so do you think... That everyone should see Cars 3? Yeah, everyone who has time to. Everyone who has time to? But what if they don't have time? Should they make time? Mm, Yeah, they can skip some of what they need to do. They can skip some of it. All right, you heard it from Charlie. Skip some of what you need to do and go see Cars 3. Thanks, Charlie. So it was what? Good. What movie? Cars 3. Better than you expected? Yes. Who's your favorite character? Lightning? Mm, I, no, it was, yeah, it was lightning. 
do you recommend other people should see it? Yes. Were you looking forward to seeing it? No. But, <laughs> so what is your final thought? It was really good better than I expected. Really good better than you expected? Yep. All right, good. Okay. Gonna say. What did you think of Cars 3? Good. How many times have you seen it? Two. Who's your favorite character? Um. Um. um Cruz? Cruz. What was it better the first time or the second time? Both. They're both good? Yeah. Great. What? What did you think of Cars 3? Uh. Uh. Um. Everything. Everything? Do you want to see it again sometime? Yeah. Did you love it? Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Oh. Okay, thanks. Good stuff. Good, 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 good stuff. Yeah. Welcome, Karina Allen, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today? I am great. Thanks for having me. Totally. It is, uh, it is my pleasure. You're in Syracuse, New York, and we talked a little bit about that. Still a little snow as we record on April 5th. Yes. Yep, but, the robins are hanging out, you know, in the snowdrifts still. So it's like that mixed time here in Syracuse. Yeah, that's uh, that was very poetic. Well done. Yeah, yeah well, it's Poetry Month. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, National Poetry Month. <laughs> very cool. So let's uh, let's start sort of let, let's build the uh, build the picture of of who you are and what you do. So you're a teacher, right? Yep. First and I, foremost, I'd say, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. I um I taught sixth grade for about 10 years and then I took the leap down to elementary school and now I'm teaching fifth grade for about three years so um yeah it's it's been great Uh uh-huh would you say that the leap downward do you see like a big difference in students between fifth and sixth grade uh not too much but what I really liked about going down into the elementary school was that I could have my own classroom I didn't have to travel from room to room I could create a really great environment have and build a fabulous classroom library for my students that I wouldn't have to pack up and move to another room if that would even be possible so Mm -hmm. that was one of the big considerations in in moving down to Mm -hmm. an elementary school uh, cool. So what subject or subjects, I guess you should say, do you, do you teach? Right now I teach all of them. So I teach oh. English and writing and science and social studies, kind of flip-flop between those two. They, they are hard to fit in. Yeah. Um, so when I taught in the middle school, I taught uh, English language arts and either science or social studies. So the only tricky thing for me was learning all the new math. But if the, I can figure it out, yeah, other people can figure it yeah. out too. Cool. Yeah, I with a first grader, um, I'm trying to figure out the new math too. It's, it's different. It's very different. Yeah. Um, okay. So all of this sets the scene for my next question, which sure. is, you are a avid reader, and yep. the reason why I know that is because I've listened to your podcast. Uh-huh. So tell tell us a little bit about your podcast, what it is, and and maybe take us back to the beginning, how you started it, what gave you the idea, etc. Yeah, sure. So about a little over a year ago, I started to make a major commitment to reading, reading a lot more myself and trying to become more of an expert in middle grade fiction so that I could connect my own students and my own children who are eight and 10 to books that they would really like. So I thought that it was really important to read as much as I could, as widely as I could, and learn as much as possible about how to connect any kind of reader 
to books. So I started to have lots of great conversations with friends and librarians, and I thought it would be great if we could have these conversations and somehow expand that to a bigger audience. So I really wanted to give something back, share some of the knowledge that I had learned from my colleagues and friends, and maybe give some book recommendations. So I was, I had, um, for a couple of years, I had like a teaching blog going, and that was fine, but I'm a huge uh, podcast listener, and I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll I'll give that a shot. So I, I bought a Blue Yeti microphone <laughs> and did uh, too much research, maybe, and uh, hated my voice for a very long time, I still do, um, and kind of jumped in with Squarespace, I think I originally hosted. So I decided to launch in August of 2016 with three episodes. So I launched the Books Between podcast, and we are a podcast for teachers, for librarians, for parents. We have a lot of homeschooling parents who listen. And uh, my goal is to help them connect kids between 8 and 12 to books that they really will love. So our focus is really middle grade books. Middle grade books. So just a, a note of of a uh, similarity between you and I, I had this, the similar, like, Oh, I like podcasts and maybe I, it, maybe I could do one. And I also do not necessarily love the sound of my own voice, but uh, I will, I will yeah. say to, to make you feel better. Um, I, I listened to a few of your episodes and you sound polished and put together. So well, oh, well, well <laughs> even you. on the very first one, I was like, Oh, she knows what she's doing. Fairly, really, really good. Uh, well, that really actually wasn't the very first one. I think oh. I recorded it like about, about 10 times. So <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've actually given up as much editing. The first few episodes, I edited out every uh and um and any pause that was longer than a second. I was a little weird about it, but I'm kind of a little more loose now. Yeah. Well, so you're clear. I mean, and we'll get into the book stuff and just but like just this moment sure. of like, oh, thank goodness there's someone else. Um, yes. Yeah. I, like similarly, like I could talk to you and you seem like a very outgoing person. You could talk to people all day. But then like when you're sitting in, like in front of a microphone by yourself, like it does not get weirder. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a little odd. Yeah. I know. Cool. But, but we're doing yeah. it. We're doing it. Okay. So. So you have the, and your idea is to focus on middle grade literature. So I can, I can sort of attach my own definition to what that is, but in your mind, what makes up middle grade literature and, and how is that different than like young, young adult, I guess would be the next one. Right. Uh, well, the audience generally for middle grade is between about eight and 12, uh, that isn't to say that younger kids could enjoy it if they um, were able to read like a higher level book or that older kids wouldn't want to read something in that target range. But they're basically a little bit beyond a basic chapter book. So you have the series like Ivy and Bean that are kind of younger. Um, a book like the Ramona series would be considered middle grade or the Judy Bloom books would be uh -huh. considered middle grade. Young adult tend to be a little bit longer mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. middle grade, not always. Um, and their content is typically a little bit more mature. In middle grade, you might get some some crushes or some light romance. In young adult, you'll get full on other stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Rating yeah, yeah. Here. No, no, that's fine. We all get other stuff like cooking and cleaning. Yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so, so, like, more, 
mature content in the young adult. Right. And they're right. long often too. Right. So like so so the two series that, that jump out to me that are that are maybe one is a little less on the border, but um like the Harry Potter series, would that mm-hmm. count as middle grade or is that Yeah, I would I would classify that as middle grade. There is that gray area where there's some books that, you know, can bridge both, you know, categories. Um, a recent book that has come out is um, The Crossover by Kwame Alexander. Okay. And I know a lot of people who classify it as middle grade. Other put, people put it in the YA section. Um, so I guess it depends. And that's yeah. okay, too. Right. And then, like, The Hunger Games, which is pretty dark. Um, yes. And that, that is more young adult than middle grade, right? Yeah, I know that's that's one that, that I is that, is that on the I border? Said, yeah, I guess it would be more young adult. I when I taught sixth grade, I had it in my classroom, and I think I taught it one year when it first came out. But in fifth grade, it's one of those books that maybe you have on the shelf behind your desk, and if uh-huh. it's okay with a parent, and you know, uh-huh. right, right. But right. it's not one that I necessarily just have in the classroom library. Got it. Cool. So yeah. Who are I mean, so I know from listening to your podcast that mm-hmm. at least when you were starting things out, you had read, or maybe it was more recently, I'm not exactly sure, apologies, but you had read like 75 books this year? Yes. Yeah. I really challenged myself to read at least 60 books in 2016, and I ended up reading over 70. Wow. And, and, and are these all like middle grade, or are these like all kinds of genres? Most were middle grade. I didn't count the picture books that I read. I didn't think that would be quite fair. Uh-huh. Um, most were middle grade, and I really tried to read as much new things as possible. Uh-huh. Cool. And yeah, but there's some adult books thrown in there too. I'm part of an adult book club with my family, so uh-huh. I try to read those books. I didn't read this week's one, Uh-oh. so That's you okay. know, sometimes tell. it happens. We won't tell. Um, no. <laughs> so who are some of your favorite authors in this middle grade? I mean, not necessarily like the, the books that you would recommend, but like some of the authors where you're like, they're consistently turning out like really quality things or in my world stuff for like yeah. what, for, for like these, these readers and parents need this kind of guidance because we just don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you had mentioned, um, the Hunger Games earlier, and she has actually a middle, more middle grade focused series called Gregor the Overlander, which is phenomenal. So Suzanne Collins does have more of a middle grade genre that's awesome. Um, Erin Hunter is an author that a lot of my students really love. She's got the Warrior series, which is those books about like cat clans <laughs> that I thought I was going to hate. Uh-huh. Um, one of my <laughs> students last year basically forced me to read the book and I actually ended up really liking it. So um, she's got some great stuff. She has lots of other series. I think she doesn't write them all now, but um, Erin Hunter is an author to look for. I personally love Raina Telgemeier. She um, has done Sisters and Smile and a lot of the graphic novels. So um, she's fabulous. J.K. Rowling will always be a favorite. Right, um, right. Nathan Hale also is another author who does graphic novel histories. So he has one on the Underground Railroad. He has one on the Civil War. Those are really great. Kate Camillo is wonderful. Kwame Alexander, who I mentioned. Um, Peter Brown uh-huh. did The Wild Robot. He's fabulous. He just started doing middle grade books, so I'm excited about that. Um, 
Jason Reynolds. He wrote Ghost. I could go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's good. I was like, wow. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a list, and we gotta we gotta write these all out. So, okay, so let me ask you this: like, if you yeah. had to say historically, like, who is? And I know this is a really sort of unfair question, and to put you on the spot a little bit, but like, overall, who would be the author that like best sums up what middle grade writing could be out of all of those? Oh gosh! Right, not fair question. <laughs> no, that that's a terribly unfair question. Um, hmm. Well, I think an author who has been maybe the most consistently putting out books consistently and critically acclaimed would be Katie Camillo. Okay. Um, she has Flora and Ulysses. I think that won the Newbery Award. Maybe it was an honor book. I can't quite remember. Uh -huh. um, Tiger Rising, she's written. Um, so many others. Her work is consistently excellent. Edward Tulane, um, all different sorts of genres. Sometimes yeah. it's a little more fantasy, uh, sometimes more realistic. Rami Nightingale uh, just came out last year. That was fabulous, too. Yeah. So, yeah, she is right now one of the one of the of yes Italy. sure um by the way handled with grace you handled that totally <laughs> nailed it um so what would be some some of your favorite book recommendations that you would offer to to parents to pick up for their kids at the library or the bookstore or what have you <clears throat> well you can't go wrong with Raina Telgemeier. she's fabulous tons of my kids love sisters and smile and her new book ghosts um, hmm. Oh, Amulet. Absolutely get your middle grade kid Amulet. That is a series, graphic novel series, that kind of wasn't really on my radar until this year. And then a colleague of mine said, you know, seriously, you teach fifth grade and you do not have Amulet in your classroom. So I've got the whole set. And that book was flying through my classroom. Uh -huh. Kids were like bargaining with each other about, okay, you're going to finish this tonight so I can read the next one. And it was really great. It brought the community of readers in my class together. And um, it was so popular, I brought it home and got my own young, reluctant reader to <laughs> kind of get hooked into that series. So they definitely should check out Amulet. Um, some new ones that just came out, there's A Boy Called Bat which is fabulous by Alana K. Arnold. It's about a young boy who has autism, although he's never diagnosed in the book, but there's little kind of hints and clues along the way. Uh -huh. That yeah. is a sweet book, and it's about this kid who um, his mother is a veterinarian, I think, and she brings home a baby skunk to rehabilitate, and he wants to keep it. So it's a really cute book, and I think it's going to be a series. So that's a really good one that just came out that's recent. Yeah, be, be ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, nice, yeah nice. definitely get that one. Yeah. So, okay, so this is all helpful. Now, here, I, I need one for myself. So what's yeah. a re recommend? I am, I used to be, and this is, you know, you're not going to like to hear this, but I used to be like a, a much bigger reader than I am now on account of having three kids and just being exhausted. And But yes. what, what's a recent book that you've read that you would recommend to the parents that, that may be listening? Oh, let's see. A middle grade book or? Whatever, whatever you choose. A book that is for adults, middle grade, young adult, whatever. I mean, okay. I typically read the young adult things at this point because I like, All right. well, really I enjoy actually, them. Actually, I have a great young adult recommendation for you. Um, it is called The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Have you heard this? Uh -uh. Of this book? Yeah. No. It was just released a few months ago. It's a young adult book. 
and I think it might be her first novel. I, I'm not totally sure on that, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, but it is already top of the bestseller list, and okay. I'm three-fourths of the way through. Can't wait to finish it. It is a book about this young girl who is goes to a party with her friend, and they get into a car on the way home, and they get pulled over by the police. And she and her friend are black, and the cop is white. And this incident happens where she's in the car as a passenger, he gets out, and he gets shot. And it's the aftermath of that incident, and everything that happens in her community, in her life, among her friends at this private school that she's going to, not in her own community. It is an amazing book. It's really fantastic. I think everybody should read it. A young oh. adult, not kids. Not yeah. one that I can really recommend to younger kids. Right, but, sure. But to yeah. go, okay, wow. Okay, cool. That is a strong recommendation. Well done. Yes, uh, definitely. Um, so you, your podcast is focused on reading and that reading is important, something that all kids should do. And and you get into some other things, like you mentioned the awards, like you kind of explain what the awards are, you know, like yeah. not, not wanting to give too much stuff away, but like, what are some of the sort of upcoming subjects that you're thinking about for your show? The episode I'm working on right now is for National Poetry Month. So I'm going to be talking about novels and verse and different ways to teach poetry, which I'm terrible at. So <laughs> this is one of those episodes where I'm not presenting myself as an expert. I'm coming at it as I was really awful at this. I'm still struggling, but here's what I've learned and here's some really good resources that we all can use. Uh, I never really liked poetry so much when I was younger. I was not um, interested in reading novels and verse. They scared me, but <laughs> I've come to really like them. So that's an area that I've grown as a reader. So cool. That's coming up, and I'm also attempting to do more interviews. So they make me very nervous. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that goes. I had my husband on the show a few weeks ago, so he was my guinea pig. But okay. he okay. was here next to me, and I heavily edited everything that we said. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes over the phone. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can give me some pointers later or That'd something. More than more than happy to. More than happy <laughs> to. Because I uh, don't know what I'm doing, but I can tell you certainly what I picked up along the way. Um, okay. So how can we find you? How can we find the podcast? Connect with you. I will say you're very active and fun to follow on Twitter is one yep. sort of way, but t tell us all these different outlets. Sure. So you can find our podcast through booksbetween.com. So that's all one word, booksbetween.com. We Our podcast was also picked up by All the Wonders. So we now have um, kind of a secondary home there where you find lots of other podcasts as, as well. Uh, on Twitter, we are at books underscore between. Also on Instagram with that same handle. And I finally caved and made a Facebook page too. So. Oh. Yes. Exactly. So we're there also. Yeah. Interesting that that was the last one. Interesting. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I, I started on Twitter and then Instagram seemed to be a place where some a different set of people were. It's, there's different sets there's of different, people totally. in each place. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I know people are telling me to do Snapchat and Tumblr. I'm like, I can barely handle one <laughs> right, of those three right, things. Right. So, right. Well, Snapchat, yeah. Snapchat is uh, far beyond me. So if you figure it out, let me know. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, your podcast is great. 
you don't sell yourself short on on your vocal quality and, and all that <laughs> you do. And thanks for uh, inspiring middle grade readers to continue their or continue or foster or grow and all of these things. Their love of reading. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Totally. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Karina Allen and you take her up on some of these ideas of books that you can read with your kids. I think they're primarily for like the uh, middle grade, get it, MG, middle grade readers. But, you know, why not have them in your back pocket? Could be something fun and nice to read together as a family. As I mentioned at the start of the show, many of my kids listen pals are doing hitting the road related episodes. You want to know some of those people? April 8th, Songs and Stories, Book Power for Kids, Buttons and Figs, Cozy Corner Podcast, Dream Big Podcast, Ear Snacks, Myself, Good Stuff Kids, Sparkle Stories, The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, The Past and the Curious, and What If World. What a great time to check out a new show. While you're in the car with your kids, this is all guaranteed, certified, and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And all of these podcasts are trying to come together to create something for you to listen to in the car with your family. You don't have to be in the car. You could be doing whatever it is that you do. I don't know. Tell me, where do you listen to your podcasts? So you can find all of these shows at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, wherever it is that you find your podcasts. You can find all of our shows there. You can also quite simply go to app.kidslisten.org. That's app.kidslisten.org. Thanks for listening. For anything that you need to know, you can go to goodstuffpod.com or drop me a line at mike at goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a supporter. Talk to you very soon. Happy July 4th. Good stuff.